It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A major news anchor jumps ship. The vice president can't seem to catch a break. The left politicizes a natural disaster. Oh, and does anybody know if Hillary Clinton is planning to run for the Oval Office again? You decide after you hear that. Do you believe they just said that moments we have for you this week? I'm Nancy Shack. I'm Ben Parker. This is News Bite. After 18 years, I have decided to leave Fox. I want to try something new to go beyond politics to all the things I'm interested in. I'm ready for a new adventure. So, you know, so mom can, grandma can walk out without having, out of her porch without worrying about falling. Some questions about the president's current mental fitness. I think that's ridiculous. At the end of the day, it means nothing if we don't have a White House that we can count on to be sane. A sane White House. Interesting idea. <laughs> we'll see. Have we had one of those in a while? I don't know if we've ever had one really, right? Yeah. I mean, well, maybe maybe in the very early days. I mean, as politics got deeper and deeper and spread out more and more, and you, you know, it, it just got crazier and crazier. Doesn't mean there aren't sane people in the business. It just means there's an awful lot of probably not ones in there too. Well, that was Hillary Clinton in yes. the intro that you heard. President out. Clinton? Uh, no. Oh. Never been, pl- never been President God, Clinton. That close. Like, like, that's, that close. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. And as a matter of fact, uh, Hillary's been popping her head up. It's like with those weasel games, you know, where the little <laughs> weasel head pops out and you-, you Whack-a-mole. Know, whack-a-mole. That's whack-a, it. Whack-a-hill. Whack-a-hill. Whack-a-Hillary. Yeah. Um, so she's just been popping up these Ooh, days. Hello, I'm and here. And one of the things that she was doing is- uh, setting somebody up to run in 2024. And I'm not quite sure who she's talking about. I got the distinct impression that she might be talking about taking another whack at it. And the first thing she did, she was on, she's been on a bunch of things, but this I think believe is on um, one of the morning shows. And she predicts that uh, President Trump is going to try to run again. Cut 31, please. If I were a betting person right now, I'd say Trump is going to run again. I mean, he seems to be setting himself up to do that. And if he's not held accountable, then he gets to do it again. I think that could be the end of our democracy. Not to be too, you know, pointed about it, but I want people to understand that this is a make-or-break point. If he were, or someone of his ilk, were once again to be elected president. And if especially he had a Congress that would do his bidding, you will not recognize our country. The sky is falling. Well, you know, isn't, do you remember in the first, when she ran in 2016, she was telling people if Donald Trump won, we were all going to die because he was going to blow us up in a nuclear war. As it turns out, never came close to it. In fact, the guy who's come closer to it than he, than Donald Trump did is the current president, President Biden. But so she can't make that same claim again because that fell. For, so now she's just warning everybody, if you vote for Donald Trump, it's going to end democracy. Um, and she says the Democratic Party has some work to do uh, because we need to get a White House that's sane. You heard a little bit of this in the intro. Cut 33. 
I think that it, it is um, a time for uh, some, you know, careful thinking about what wins elections, and not just in deep blue districts where a Democrat and a liberal Democrat or so-called progressive Democrat is going to win. I understand why people want to argue for their priorities. That's what they believe they were elected to do. So, look, I'm all about um, having vigorous debate. I think it's it's good and it, it gives people a, a chance to be part of the process. But at the end of the day, it means nothing if we don't have a Congress that will get things done and we don't have a White House that we can count on to be sane and sober and stable and productive. By the way. Was that a slam, by the way? Was that a slam of Joe Biden? I, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, she, maybe maybe she was slamming her husband. Maybe she was slamming George Washington. She was definitely slamming Donald Trump, but I think also she was slamming Joe Biden. Here's 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 the thing, though. Strangely, as I'm listening to Hillary speak, mm-hmm. I I kind of agree with her. I mean, look, vigorous debate is great. Who who? That's a great I, I, statement. I agree with all of those and all things. the stuff she said. Yes, but I don't even know if she means it. I don't think she she's never meant anything except but, maybe the sanity part at the White House. Well, I but I think what she's I, I agree with all of that. But the problem is that she's saying that Donald Trump and the GOP are the reasons why we don't have that. And Joe Biden. And it's like, you know, no, you know, we if we don't have that, it's because the Democrats who are in control have limited those things for us. Did so. we have I just just a curiosity. And, and obviously I wasn't the one interviewing uh, Hillary. Yes. But. Did, did we ever have that? And when was the last time we did have that? And if you want to point that out and say, well, it was in 1983 or it was in 1972 or it was 1964, whatever. I mean, really, we've ha- we've been on a slippery slope, but I know there have been better and worse times of coming together, right, in, in, in Washington. But when was the last time? Was it, was it, o- was it Obama? We weren't really overly united as a country then. Uh, there was, you know, I just, yeah, I just wonder. It's a good question. Is she I... talking just about Trump or about Trump no, and Biden? Or... I think what she's doing is setting herself up. I think she's setting herself up to be a candidate. That's why I think she's saying that. And there's another reason why she did this podcast. She does this thing called Masterclass. It's a podcast. Who does a podcast these days? She, oh, yeah, wait. it's a podcast Sorry. that you have to pay for. Oh, that she does. Ours is free. She's ripping people off. Yeah, and um. And so and during her masterclass podcast, mm-hmm. I don't understand, you know, what she's supposed to be teaching, but she decided to read her victory speech that she never gave, um, the one that she would have read mm. uh, if she had won in 2016. And she starts sobbing during it. Cut 35. I dream of going up to her and sitting down next to her, taking her in my arms and saying, look at me, listen to me. You will survive. You will have a good family of your own and three children. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. Yeah, she's talking about her mom, talking to her mom who's passed. But but so and I think this whole dramatic reading thing, I'll be honest with you. I think all of that, I think it's garbage. I don't think she felt anything. I think that that is dramatized. And I think it's dramatized to make to make people think, oh, we need to vote for her again. Can... And the reason why I say that mm-hmm. is the following two cuts. One, this is a mashup um, of her her would-be speech on the night of uh, the uh, the election, her concession speech, which which where she promises to help Donald Trump, and 36, where she keeps, she keeps, I mean, 30, yeah, where she keeps 
screaming that he's illegitimate. Cut 36. My fellow Americans, today you sent a message to the whole world. Last night, I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. Yeah, see, she just, I think she just does whatever she has to do. She gives lip service. And if you want to know the real Hillary Clinton, I don't think it was the Hillary crying over the victory speech. I think this was the real Hillary Clinton, cut 37. The fact is, we had four dead Americans. Was it because of a protest or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make? What difference does it make? And she knew the truth when she testified that, that it was not um, a spur-of-the-moment demonstration, that it was uh, not only that, it was a plan to take over the embassy and that, and she knew about it and she had time to send people and she didn't. So it was, you know, that is the real Hillary. And that's what I want to remind people of while she's out there sobbing and saying, you know, for my mother, vote for me and we need somebody sane in the White House and I'm the answer to your prayers. She wasn't in 2016 and she's not now. By the way, a uh, number of things that I've never uh, experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard uh, Bob Dole's victory speech that he never read or yeah. uh, Mitt Romney's victory speech that oh, he never so read. Or, John I, McCain. That would have been, right. been a good speech. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously victory speeches are, are, are more fun and passionate than, uh, than losing speeches, uh, concession speeches. I just don't know. First of all, it's five years later. I don't. I don't know why we needed to hear her speech anyway. I, I mean, she gave it to a class in a private setting, a relatively private that was taped and came back. But I, I just—it's like, really? I mean, yeah. I, I, you know right. what? I, I got to go home and write myself a victory speech oh, that you. I'll never read. You could do it in a dramatic fashion. You could sob. My fellow that. Americans. Yes. Thanks for not voting for me, you bastard. Yeah. That, oh, that's the concession speech. Sorry, Sorry that's not the, the victory one. speech. Yeah. Wrong one there. All right. So, well, in wiping out, if she obviously. The, fir- the former first lady, former secretary of state, does not seem to have any uh, great faith in the current administration. She's placing herself um, in the position. And one of the reasons why I think she's doing that is because there's a lot of calls for Joe Biden not to run for a second term, most recently of which is the New York Times, um, which is a big, you know, a big liberal bastion. And there have been a lot of names floated for who should run instead. And of course, most Commonly, you would turn to the vice president and say that would be the person, which is, you know, Kamala Harris. But here's the thing, or Kamala Harris, however you pronounce it. Um, Kamala Harris has the worst uh, polls of any vice president ever, ever in the history of polls in this country. And is it any wonder? um, I want to give you an example of what the public persona is. Of Vice President Harris. And this is Peter Ducey from Fox News. He's a their White House correspondent. And it's during the Daily Presser with White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. He asks a very interesting question. Cut 38. Is Vice President Harris still in charge of addressing the root causes of migration from El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala? She is, and I just announced a, a commitment that she's announcing this afternoon. So then why is it that she has not spoken to the president of Guatemala since June? That's six months. Well, I know that I, I did see this kind of strange report uh, from the president of Guatemala saying that uh, he's had no contact with the White House, which is inaccurate. No, he, didn't uh, he said uh, Vice President Harris. He has not spoken to her. And if she's in charge, why, why is that? Well, we... 
have had a range of conversations, Peter, I think as reflected in our readout we put out last week with our National Security Advisor, with the Vice President's National Security Advisor, with our NSC Senior Director Juan Gonzalez. Uh, we put out an extensive readout of that uh, just last week, and we'll continue that high level of engagement. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Engagement. Engagement, yes. Um, so that's interesting. Guatemala. Guatemala is throwing shade on our vice president. And it's not just her inaction in regard to the border crisis, which has gotten worse, that's causing her poll numbers to die. She's been, a, she's been given a couple of other areas that she's supposed to be the point person on, one of which is um, having us all transition to electric cars. And she made the announcement how they're going to help us do this. Cut 39A. So we are lowering the costs of everything from childcare to healthcare, from prescription drugs to electric vehicles. Our Build Back Better Act will cut the sticker price of new electric vehicles made in America by union workers by up to $12,500. And it will also include, and this is a new approach, a tax credit of up to $4,000 for used electric vehicles to ensure that electric vehicles are affordable for everyone. So this is one of those what I would call an out-of-touch moment. Um, it's like asking can it, how much is a, a gallon of milk and they don't know um, because she seems to think that giving you a $4,000 tax credit means that every American family can afford an electric car. There are a lot of families who don't have $4,000 in credits because they don't make enough money to have that kind of debt. Um, and I would say right now that's probably the majority of Americans. So for her to think that a $4,000 tax credit makes an electric car affordable is, is just completely out of touch and bizarre. And it was really picked up a lot by social media and the press. And they thought they would fix this by having her go out and plug in an electric car and show how you use one. Cut 39. It's plugged in, so it plugs into just a normal electric yeah. socket, right? Uh, yes, normally it's a 240 volt, but you can go ahead and plug in, and uh, okay. that's it. Okay. Yeah. There we are. That's it. And there's no sound or fume. There, there is nothing. Yes. Okay, yeah. And that's so all there is. For all of us who are used to, Every morning to filling our tank, we, we, you usually can smell it and, and you can hear it. You can hear the guzzling sound. Right. None of that. None of so that. So how do I know it's actually working? It is. <laughs> uh, you, know, it, it, you know, my dad used to work. He was a political operative, and he used to work for Bobby Kennedy's campaign. And he did a lot with Hubert Humphrey and a lot of other people in the 60s and 70s. And one of the things he told me that you, you'd always do with your candidate or your political figure if you're repping them, and that is never have them wear a silly hat. Now, that translates into never have them do something stupid. Mm. Um, on, you know, in the public. In this case, put Kamala Harris in with a plug and have her do this on camera when she has no idea what she's doing and makes a stupid question like, how do I know it's working? Uh, Great. Uh, the electricity is not making a gurgling sound. No. Why? Why? No. Uh, 
my my electricity at home makes a gurgling sound when I turn on my I'm lamp. I'm not coming into your house. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, so. By the way, by the way, I don't mean to brag. Uh, Fifty years ago, um, I had an electric car. Uh, it only went about one mile an hour, and I drove it around my driveway. But How cool as is a that? kid, I was you know I was I was way cutting edge. You were cutting but edge, but by right? the way, that car would not get me to work anymore. And and I I do have concerns about electric cars, not from I mean electric car purposes, although the batteries could be an issue at some point. But um, for me, I, I'm a long haul commuter, as they say. Um, and there are a lot of people who drive, you know, 100 miles to work or, or whatever. A lot of these electric cars don't have the range like a tank of gas does. No. And of course, you can always stop and get another tank of gas if you're driving long distance. How I, long does it take uh, to charge an electric car? Well, I don't, I, well the, first of all, I don't know. And, and I'll say I don't know because I don't. Um, it's not uh, two minutes. I mean, it certainly takes a lot longer to charge an electric car than it does to have a gurgling sound of gasoline going into your tank. So I'm not anti, well, I'm not anti anything. If you prove to me that it works, I'm not anti-electric car. I'm just like, hey, uh, you want me to drive an electric car, A, the price has to come way down, not these stupid, silly tax credits. And, and second of all, um, you're going to make it so I can go to work or on vacation without having to hunt around for frickin' uh, a way to charge my vehicle and then sit around for eight hours waiting for it to frickin' charge so I can go to my next stop. So that's my big beef with electric cars. Thank you. Mine is I can't afford one. Well, so that too, but that's my big. Beef I can't afford a lot of things. I can't afford a jet. I know I can't. It I wish they bring. My heart. I wish they'd bring the price down on jets. I'd buy one of those. Maybe a four thousand um, dollar, mm. you know, tax credit. Ben, would that help you? They out? got an electric jet, like one that when you actually do have electric jets. Really? Yes. When, so yeah. so like so a lot of these electric cars They're are the very hybrids. short haul. They can't do long haul. Right, but a lot of these electric like the cars. <laughs> a, a lot of these electric cars are the hybrids. You know, you, if you're yeah. near one in traffic, if they I were shut off. Buy, that would be me. But I they, would be buying the hybrid because I want to be able to put gas in this sucker. So when the battery runs dead and I can't charge it, right. You know, because, and that's my feel- because our power grid isn't big enough to make, make let everybody charge stuff, which is currently the situation. I'd like to be able to still drive my car. So, so. these things shut off. These cars sometimes you'll hear them shut off, and then they restart in traffic. You know, when the, when the traffic goes. Yeah. I'm just thinking like an electric jet. I don't want that thing shutting off in the middle of the. I, hey, what the glider, hell? Big giant glider. Oh, that's in. beautiful. I know it. Um, well, electric cars and and Vice President Harris and the border aren't the only reasons why the poll numbers for the administration are. No. Are diving. Yeah. I think part of the reason is they keep trying to politicize everything, and that's backfiring on them with the American people. And there was a really egregious example of that this past week. We all know about these horrific tor- tornadoes in the South that pummeled Arkansas and really, Kentucky. really damaged Kentucky. Is, now, by the way, I have a question, and I'm being serious here, so I'm not trying. I mean, sometimes I'm smartass. Um, obviously, the tornadoes were horrible. Mm. It, it, there's this dividing line, like in the news, and I'll hear people say, Tornadoes down south. Then I'll hear people say the tornadoes in the Midwest, and then yeah. of course I'll just hear the tornadoes in Kentucky and other states, which is probably the most factual thing. Is, yeah. is Kentucky officially considered the South, the yes. Midwest, or well, Kentucky is the South? Okay, so I, because the outbreak was so widespread, some people are putting it in one part of the area. Tornado Alley are... spreads between the South up through the Midwest. Mm. So but that's... Kentucky is is a Southern they are state, no not a Midwestern of state. Borders. Oh, I, well, I understand that. Uh, like, in fact, this one in Kentucky, 200 miles. Yeah, uh, that was a monster, massive, by the way. Massive. The, one of the longest. In fact, it is the longest, I think, on record since we've been keeping records of such things. Uh, but one of the problems that we had is that, you know, President Biden came out and said the right things. Mm-hmm. You know, really sorry. We're praying for everybody and we're going to um, we're going to help. This is all what he should have done and said. And I think that was great. Um, and then um, he basically went to questions. And you know how we've learned now from President Biden that um, he doesn't just call on people willy-nilly. He has a schedule he has a of list. people. 
has a list and he goes in order of the list. And lo and behold, wouldn't you believe that the first person that he called on yes. asked, is this, is this climate change? Mm -hmm. So to me, that basically put out that they didn't want him to say that, but they wanted him to say it in response to something so he couldn't be blamed with politicizing a natural disaster tragedy. Cut 1A. What is certain, it is one of the worst tornado disasters we've had in the country. And the second thing is certain is that it is unusual. It is unusual how it happened, how many places it touched down, and the length of the path. So that's all I'm prepared to talk about right now. Yeah. It was unusual. Cut 1B. Honest to God, truth is, we're discussing this. I've spent a lot of time on climate issues. And uh, I, I said we have to be very careful. We can't say with absolute certainty that it was because of climate change. So I'm going to be talking with, with the Environmental Protection Agency, and I'm going to talk with other agencies to determine. In fact, matter of fact, some of it has to do with El Nino. There, there's a lot of things that we don't know for certain. And I don't want to say anything that is not precisely true. Well, the first thing you have to learn, then, if you didn't want to speak you know, to truth here, is that the EPA has nothing to do with the weather or with storms or any of the above. He needs to talk to NOAA or he talks to the National Weather Service. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, has nothing whatsoever to do with tornadoes, hurricanes, natural disasters, or the weather. He heard environment. He's like, environment? Yeah, that that's must a, be it. That must be it. You know who we should blame? Uh, it would be really good right now. I mean, when the, you strike when the iron's hot, right? Right? Isn't that the saying? Yeah. Uh, Vlad Putin. Oh, that's like... Absolutely. Right, like yes, he's hey, he 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 he's he wants to invade Ukraine, and now he's sending tornadoes to the U.S. See that you've yeah. got to strike while the iron's hot on these uh, these Indeed. things. Putin, well, Putin's enemy number one right now, I guess, for some people. So why the White not House sent out the talking points to the various mainstream media. You know that you know we we're not going to do it because we're going to get charged for it if we do, and and uh, our poll numbers are bad enough. So you got to do it for us. So over at CNN, political analyst John Avalon cut to B. When senators from other states ask for help after devastating natural disasters, which are getting worse due to the climate crisis that so many in the GOP still deny. OK, so first of all, he's a political analyst. What the hell does he know about the climate? And but he's putting it out there that we have these bad, bad um, tornadoes because of climate change. Then he would go over to MSNBC, where the climatologist Michael Mann, who, by the way, mm. lost a, lost a few jobs for being for using fraudulent data. No. Um, but he's now a, a an analyst, an environmental analyst for MSNBC. Um, says he has the answer to this. It, things are getting worse, but you know how you stop the tornadoes from getting worse? You pass the president's plan, build back better. Cut to C. You need to pass build back better because that uh, that bill has climate provisions that will address this problem at its, you know, uh, at its core, which is the warming of the planet due to carbon pollution, fossil fuel burning. So that's most important. We can prevent this from getting worse if we act on climate now. No, we need. Yeah, we need a good old fashioned ice age. Well, there you go. That would cool the planet down. It would. It would indeed. Um, and then one more thing that the president mm -hmm. wanted to use Kentucky for, besides passing Build Back Better, mm -hmm. he wants to make sure those folks get their booster shots. Cut three. I'm sure I'm going to be asked to, I'm going to be asking my team to set up uh, uh, um, sites for booster shots and a whole range of things that people still, the, the worst part is their life has to go on as if nothing happened because they've still got to take care of those needs from 
either their kid going to get in school to whether or not they're going to be able to collect an unemployment check, are they going to be in this, you know, all those issues. But one of those issues will be public health as it relates to COVID. So people are still digging their children's bodies out of the rubble. They haven't even buried their dead yet. And this man is saying, but you got to make better to get your booster shot. Uh, this is just, you know. You should go on like nothing ever happened. Oh, my God. That is kind of weird. And is there any wonder why the poll numbers are so I, low? I, 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 I know he he and many others want to get, you know, people, more people vaccine, vaccinated and boosted. Vaccined. Uh, vaccined. Yes. Vaccined. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if that I, I don't know if that was the right place to do it. Probably not, right? I don't think it was. In the midst was. of a disaster. A, and and by the way, hmm. his, his lovely wife, uh, the first lady, went to... Uh, Wisconsin, where all those people were hurt um, mm-hmm. when the guy ran into the parade. And she actually was at the hospital where those people are still recovering. And to to tell where they're here, they care for them, they're going to help them. That's all great. And then she told them, what? You better go get your booster shots. I see there is a time and place for things. Visiting bereaving people, talking to people who are, you know, who have nothing left because they, their homes were just wiped out and half their family was just wiped out by a tornado, that is not the time to push your political agenda. It just isn't. And this administration hasn't, has not learned. Why didn't yet. he, uh, you know what he should have said, too, because uh, this is good advice, um, you know, to the kids in the tornado-ravaged areas, uh, make sure you do your homework. <laughs> you, you, you know, Listen to the record player. Brush Remember your, that brush your teeth, campaigns? put on a record, and uh, do your yeah, homework. Exactly yeah. right. All right. Um, big, there's big shakeup yeah. in uh, cable news this week. Um, Chris Wallace made an announcement. Cut 25. And I've gotten to spend Sunday mornings with you. It may sound corny, but I feel we've built a community here. There's a lot you can do on Sunday mornings. The fact you've chosen to spend this hour with us is something I cherish. But after 18 years, I have decided to leave Fox. I want to try something new to go beyond politics to all the things I'm interested in. I'm ready for a new adventure, and I hope you'll check it out. And so, for the last time, dear friends, that's it for today. Have a great week, and I hope you'll keep watching Fox News Sunday. Knock me over with a feather. Hmm. And he's going to CNN. That's the thing. Yeah. Right? Fox is CNN. Doesn't seem like that's where he would go. It doesn't. But I wish him well. They, well, you know? they have openings at CNN, I've heard. They have a lot of openings at CNN. As a matter of fact, matter of fact quite I'm, a few. Matter of fact, I'm going to CNN. I'm going to. Uh, uh, if they pay me enough, I would go to well, CNN. Well, sure. Why yeah. not? Look. They well. have a huge roster they have to fill. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's just like, who's going to. I'm wondering, is he going to take over at 9 o'clock in uh, Cuomo's prime time? Who, I, well, he's, is he going to. Well, here's the question. Is he going to do would one have. day a week or is he going to do five days? I don't know. I don't care how much he's making. I mean, it's that's his business. Yeah. Um, and I know sometimes there's like big stories like, hey, so and so is making $8 million an episode. I don't care. What I care is, um, you know, do, do I enjoy watching you? And I, look, by the way, if I enjoyed watching CNN, I'd watch it more. Yeah. Uh, I, so, I generally don't. So yeah. I just. Uh, I, I, I just wonder. If you were on uh, it, CNN, I'd watch it. Uh, well, who wouldn't? Uh, I just wonder uh, what uh, Wallace will be doing in terms of is he just going to be like that token conservative guy who pokes his head out yeah, every once in a while? Like Greta Van Susteren. Yeah. Or, or is he going to have a, an actual show where he says, yeah. hey, folks, let me educate you a little bit more yeah. about what you just heard on that last show that, that was full of crap? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'd like to see. Um, he, you know, yeah. I, he may just end up being like that that panelist who chimes in with a you know uh, well, conservative let's see what viewpoint. What they make of him? I hope they use him um, 
at great length because they need the help. They need somebody who knows what they're doing over there. Anyway, if uh, you know what they could do though, oh my god, you couldn't bring him back. But boy, if you could, you could have the Chris and Chris show. Bring back Cuomo. Oh no, I don't want. And then I'll have, have nothing Chris to do Wallace. With, oh my I'll god, have nothing to do with with Cuomo. Nothing. No, I know. Sorry. No, they're not going to bring him back. But but no. it would be cool if, if you know, Chris and Chris or CNC. Do you like Ben's idea? Do you think we should have Chris and Chris? It's if crappy, you do, you can really. let us know. Yeah. You can contact us on Twitter at Newsbite Three or on Facebook at Newsbite. We upload a new episode every single Monday, so check back next week and see what new things we have. Have a great week. I'm Nancy Shack. You have any kind of week you want. I don't care. I'm Ben Parker. You care. I do. Yeah, this is Newsbite. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.